0: Welcome to a special bonus episode of Gaming Ride Home. I am Kyle Hilliard, but the more important person on this episode is Ed Fear, the director of the Picross murder mystery game, Murder by Numbers. I have an unhealthy obsession with Picross puzzles, so I wanted to talk with Ed Fear about mashing up Picross style puzzles with a murder mystery visual novel that takes inspiration from Phoenix Wright and also ask him about his Twitter header image. I wanted to ask you your um I was looking at your Twitter account and your Twitter header is that the scene from 30 Rock where Tina Fey's character has to like eat the sandwich?
1: <laughs> yes it is. Okay.
0: I love that. Like I I that scene okay like that scene is I love that scene because just to get off on a tangent right at the start. Like I was watching 30 Rock. I was like this is a good show. I like Tina Fey. This is very funny. But that scene I was like this woman's an amazing actor like she ate a sandwich in like two seconds for the sake of this one gag <laughs> you that know, was like super fan from then on
1: I, I don't know where she puts it when she's doing it like how is she how is she digesting it like it's incredible I don't, I, um but she does it so well like it's such a good piece of physical comedy it's amazing um to be doing that and also be shouting i can't have it all yeah it's like that's that's my favorite bit of it uh, yeah, do you know, I've been th- I've been thinking. I was actually thinking about a week ago that I should probably change my header picture to something a bit more professional or like relevant to Murder by Numbers or something. But I just can't, I can't bring myself to change it.
0: Thanks for agreeing to do this. I really appreciate it. No worries. Always happy to talk. <laughs> Ed Fear, what is your uh, title on Murder by Numbers? Are you director? Uh, director. Yeah. Okay, great. And what? What is your development history? What have you, What did you work on before Murder by Numbers? Um,
1: I've worked on a lot of games that have not been very successful or, or very well known. Um, I worked on. Uh, I worked on. Well, the, probably the most high, high, two most high profile things are um, the Swords of Ditto, um, which was a game that Devolver published uh, last year or the year before, I can't remember now. Um, But I was the writer on that. Um, And the other thing that everyone knows, obviously, is is Hatoful Boyfriend. For Hatoful, uh, it was basically just kind of getting the deal um, started, kind of chatting with Moa and getting the rights to it. Um, And then I did kind of a bunch of early forensic design and a bit of translation, but very not really a huge amount of input but that is kind of where my relationship with Moa started which has obviously um led to to Murder by Numbers in a way beyond that I've worked on a lot of um uh, I've worked on I worked on a game with Square Enix Japan called Heaven Strike Rivals um which I was kind of the 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 lead writer for um And a bunch of other things kind of uh, in in various roles really. I've always been somebody who just kind of adapts to whatever's needed. Um, But these days I mostly focus on writing and
0: and design. And uh, I also want to know, what is your history with the Picross? I guess you could call it a genre or maybe like just a puzzle style. Like when did you discover Picross? Are you as obsessed with Picross as I am? Yes is the answer, I am.
1: I think probably uh the first my first ever experience with it would have been when they released the first pitcross game on the DS um, and I played that I I don't know what 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 caused me to to try playing that but uh, I played it and I was just immediately hooked um and it was about that time that I came up with the concept of of murder by numbers or or well I say the concept, I mean the very, very high-level concept of, of kind of, basically, I, I remember just kind of sat there playing Picross and just thinking, you know, how could you, how could the image that you get from completing this be useful in some other way? Um... And it, I mean, the, literally the first thing that came to mind, probably because that was also the time when I was playing a lot of Phoenix Wright and games like that was, oh, well, you know, they're all, they're all, they're usually objects. So what if it was a clue in a, in a mystery? Um, and it just kind of all went from there, really.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, that actually, I had my next question that I had written down, you, you kind of already answered it here, but I was going to ask you like, what came first? Like, I want to make a murder mystery game or I want to make a Picross game. And it sounds like it was kind of somewhere in the middle right
1: yeah i mean i've never i don't know if i've ever wanted to make a murder mystery game to be perfectly honest with you um because they're, they're they're very difficult to write um and uh but it was it was just that this it i think it really was the pit cross that came first and then this just felt like the best possible use of the best possible fit of using that pick mechanic in a way that actually um, meshed, you know, with with the other part of the game. Um, the thing I found is, like I said, it was it, that was about ten years ago, and I remember pitching it at the studio that I worked at at that point, and they weren't really very interested in it. Um, and I just have spent the last um, ten years just being like convinced that somebody else was going to do this i was like surely this is surely i'm i can't have been the only person to have this like <laughs> to, to have this idea like why hasn't someone else done it
0: um i mean that was yeah. definitely my reaction when i saw the trailer for the first time as someone who played a ton of pick ross i was yeah. like oh yeah why isn't this being mashed up with other sort of genres and and things like that like this makes a lot of sense you know
1: yeah, well, it's certainly in the last uh, in the last year, there seemed to be a few more games that are doing this. Um, I'm not sure why. I think it might be because of the Switch Picross games being a lot more um, easy to get, I guess, in a sense, in that, like, you know, in the old, in, in, on the DS, if you wanted to play a Cross game, you had to drop, like, what, $30, $40 on a game, and now you just have to spend, you can just spend, like, $10 on the eShop. Um, and get a Picross game, but yeah, there are certainly a few more that try that are kind of trying to mix it in um, with other games. So I know there's a game coming out this year called Pixel Puzzle Makeout League, which is kind of trying to combine it with um, with 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 a dating game, I think. Um, and I'm super interested in that because obviously I love Picross and I want other people to be doing this because I know all of the answers to murder by numbers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <So> <laughs> I know you want to of... play. You want to play murder by numbers without having any knowledge of it, right? Like yeah, 100.
1: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> percent I, I want. I want to have the experience that everyone else is having right now. So uh, hopefully, it's something that will kind of continue to um, to kind of keep keep going.
0: So after, it's funny because I, I have a similar story where with the, I saw the original Picross, wasn't super familiar with it. I think I had some magazine, I think maybe it might have even been Game Informer before I was a writer for them. I think they had Mario's Picross on right. their top 100 games of all time. Okay. I was like, well, let me try out this new thing. And I, you know, I like you, fell in love immediately. And uh, I'm curious, like, have you kept up with Picross all these years? Do you, do you play all the E2 games and stuff like that?
1: Um, I didn't, I didn't play many of the ones on 3DS. I, for some, I think I played, oh no, I played some of them, but certainly the Switch ones I have, I have all of them. I even have the, the weird Kimono Friends, um, Picross one, which is, which I don't like very much, but, uh, but I, yeah, I, I have, I also have a lot of the third party ones. Like I, 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 I do absolutely, um, love, uh, playing it. I mean, I haven't played any recently. Because of because of point numbers, I think I've kind of crossed myself
0: out for a little bit,
1: but uh, I'm looking forward to getting back into it at some point soon.
0: Did you play Pickross 3D or 3D Round Two?
1: Uh, yes, I played Pickross 3D and I loved it.
0: Okay, well, um, I thought it was so clever. Important um, debate. Uh, excuse me, important debate among like you know some of my friends who played Pickross. Yeah, which do you prefer, 3D or 2D?
1: Oh, I think I prefer 2D, but I do, okay. but I do
0: really like 3D. <laughs> I think it's, there's so something I always about, argue for 3D. I really, I love 3D so much.
1: I think there's something about having to like keep swiping to like move the object around is a little bit annoying, perhaps, whereas like 2D bitcrafts, so you just got that D pad and the buttons and you can just kind of, it's, it feels a bit more. I don't know zony, maybe because you can just like go through it, you know.
0: Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, "What's your secret?" That's sleepingdogsmovie dot com slash wondery. Um, so, in terms of the uh, the story for the game, I think it's pretty clear that Phoenix Wright is an inspiration. Um, do you think it's just because, like you mentioned earlier, you were kind of playing Phoenix Wright when you sort of discovered an appreciation for Picross? Ross? Um, I think I think probably
1: yeah. I mean, uh, you know, the original Phoenix Wright trilogy is is one of the. Um, uh, one of the best written, you know, trilogies in video games. Like I, I think it's insane, and and it's actually been quite a surprise to me. And, and I, and I, um, I realise that I'm very um, naive for this. I really, I didn't. I've been very surprised at the parallels that people have drawn between Meta by Numbers and and, Pic- and uh, *Phoenix right Like obviously, the the inspiration for the um a lot of the mechanics comes from phoenix Wright, but me taking away the bits that i didn't really enjoy from the series um and obviously we also take it take it uh like a like a thing uh like a we take a lead from it for the tone of the game as well um but like to me the idea of trying you know people were saying that it was the expecting it to be like a, a phoenix Wright spiritual successor and to me that was terrifying when people started saying that i was like like, how, you know, why would I want to make a spiritual successor to something that's per- already perfect, you know? And, like, without wanting to throw too much shade, um, you know, even Capcom find it hard to make modern Ace Attorney games that are as good as those kind of original three, you know? So, like, I I was kind of a, a little bit... Um, I was a little bit terrified by that. But, yeah, I certainly wanted to take a lot of... Um, uh, inspiration from it. But, you know, at the same time, there are a lot of reasons why it's not exactly like that. Like, there's a lot of reasons why Honor isn't a lawyer and why there aren't courtroom segments, but because I wanted it to be fairly distinct um, and just rather just rather take inspiration from Phoenix right.
0: Yeah, and, you know, I, one of the questions I had for you was about Honor specifically. Like, I love that the uh, first puzzle that you solve in the game <laughs> is you're, you find what is a, a tampon. And like, yeah. it really sets like I, I, maybe tone's not the right word, but it's very much like okay, this is a story about a woman from a woman's experience. Um, can you talk about why it was important for you to to have the game be about a woman from a woman's point of view? Um.
1: Yeah. So, um, I'm. I mean, as a writer, I'm just. Well, as a person, actually, I'm just generally more interested in in women, like most of my friends are women. Um, and I, I've often found that from like a storytelling perspective, I feel like there are a lot of interesting stories about women that aren't being told, especially um, in games. Um, I didn't really want to focus too much on it because obviously I'm not a woman. And I felt like if I wanted to really, if we wanted to tell a, a story about about being a woman, then I, then I, I would want to get a woman to um, to write it um but that that particular um that that first puzzle uh is something that i really focused on for a long time it was one of the first ideas i had actually once once we'd come up with the concept um it was like the first scene i wrote i think and um uh the reason for it is that yes i wanted to very quickly set the tone and and basically um, set an explanation that this wasn't going to be your average pickcross game, you know um, So that was definitely a part of it The other thing was that I obviously needed something I obviously needed a way to get across that Scout's sensors weren't working So the idea of mistaking something Kind of came from there um, So yeah, so that was That's the reason why we kind of went for that But also, it's also partly from uh, I remember playing like the original Life is Strange um, and seeing a seeing a tampon machine in the in the girls' bathroom that you go into, and and being like, why have I never seen that in a game before? <laughs> Do you know? Like, it's such a normal thing. Um, and you know, I have a lot of very frank discussions with my female friends about things like that. So it was also very inspired by them. Um, and uh, yeah, there were a number of times when we considered removing it, but it was actually a, all of the the women on the team were always really keen for it to stay. So there were a few times where I wavered, but they um, they gave me the confidence to kind of go with it. Yeah, gotcha.
0: yeah. No, I I, I think you, I think they were right. You know, I think you guys made the the right call. It was a, it was a good way to start the game for sure.
1: Yeah, I, I mean there was a real risk that it could have been misconstrued um, as like you know being like really immature a really immature um, attempt at humor. And we did we did originally have something that came after that that I then uh removed um but yeah i think luckily it seems like um most people will have uh have kind of taken it the right way um so so i'm really happy about that
0: the game very clearly takes place was it 1996 i think yeah right? Yep. is there is there do you just have affection for that period of time or
1: uh it's 100 percent down to the uh, fashion yeah <laughs> 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 um, I love 90s fashion And uh, uh, I When I, 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 I needed, At the very beginning I needed a way To uh, Ensure that this game Would stand out um, Visually because I knew that we had limited resources And I knew that visual novels Tend to look very similar You know you've got those two, two Character portraits, a backdrop and a text box Right Every visual novel basically looks like that. So I needed a way that within those elements we could stand out enough that if you saw a screenshot you would know that it was from this game. And uh, and I, so I was just kind of trying to think of ways and, and the the whole 90s thing just uh, came to me because my friends were wearing a lot of double denim at the time <laughs> um, and, uh, and I just thought it looked great so I, I kind of just jumped on that and thought oh you know this could be a really nice way of Um, visually distinguishing ourselves Um, and also there was a little element of um, that it felt nice to set a detective story in a time where you didn't have a smartphone Um, because it feels like smartphones are like, now that we have access to the world's knowledge in our hands um, it feels like there's not really an excuse for a lot of the stuff that detective stories do anymore so um, yeah, that also just kind of played into it a bit, I think, and, and, and th- that would really fit what we wanted to do.
0: How are you? I mean, this is a good final question, but uh, how, how are you feeling about the release? How's the game doing? Is it is it nice to finally get it out there and be done?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's great. We've been, um, you know, myself and the, and the, the main writer Murray have been working on it. We you know we had been working on it for almost two years, so it's always nice to um, get get that out, Uh, you know, have have people seeing what you've been working on for so long. So it's great. And the reception has been amazing, far, far beyond what I I anticipated. Um, I try not to look at...
0: I just, I lost you for a moment. You were saying that you try not to look at, um, I'm assuming, reviews?
1: No, no, I'm obsessively looking at reviews. Um, I try not to look at the sales figures. So um, I I don't have easy access to them. I can ask for them, but I'm trying not to at the moment. Um, So hopefully it's kind of, it's selling as well as the the reception is, but I don't really, I don't really know at the moment. At the end of the day, I made it for myself. It was what I wanted to play. So um, I'm just really glad that there are other people that want to play it as well.
0: Yeah, cool. Well, thanks so much. Thanks again. Great. Right. Okay. No worries. Thank you. you. Have a good one. Again, that was Ed Fear, director of Murder by Numbers, which is available right now for Switch and on PC.